Today is actually the capstone Sunday for this whole worship series on reconciliation. This theme, this call that we have been um, exploring since Back to School Sunday in August. And we've been spending this much time on it because I feel that it is that important to hear this call that has been placed on us through these words that Paul has written so long ago and these words reach out and come to us that because God was reconciling, making right the world to God's own self through Christ, that because that has happened, we who are in Christ have been called to the ministry of reconciliation. And we have looked at that from a scriptural standpoint. We've looked at that theologically. But there's a real practical way of looking at it. And that is the practice of prayer. Stop and think about it. If we have been called to the ministry of reconciliation, how do we do that? How do we do that in this world that is so divided, in this world that seems so bent on violence and war? And my friends, the thing is, we can't do it alone. We can't just decide, well, I'm going to do the ministry of reconciliation. (laughs) We do get to practice our agency in this, but it seems to me the rock bottom way, the only way that we truly follow through on this ministry is by offering ourselves up in prayer. The video that we just saw, this is from Ginghamsburg United Methodist Church in Ohio. It's a very large United Methodist Church. And it's interesting to see this small little group of people who have taken it upon themselves every Sunday morning to get there early and to pray over that space and to pray about the possibilities that might happen there. We do have people in this congregation that take prayer very, very seriously. People that pray for this community, this church, for the people on our prayer list. But what if in this virtual prayer walk this morning we join our prayers together as one And we pray not just for our community, but we pray for others who are trying to do the work of reconciliation in this community. What can God do with that kind of prayer? For it seems to me that when we join together in prayer like that, and this is kind of a bold way of putting it, but I think it gives God a little more to work with when we join together that way. And so, 
as we turn our attention to the screens, we're going to take a virtual tour around our community, and we are going to pray together. Let us pray. I invite you to pray where you are. Um, If you feel called to come to the altar and pray for a while, you are free to do that during this time this morning. Let us be in prayer with our God in this city. God, this city, this place is a home for so many. It is a place where we feel rooted where we are family, where we are community together. And God, in this time, we pray, especially for those at this moment, for those with young children in these schools right here in our neighborhood, families who are rooted here, who call this place home, who work here and love on their kids, who strive each day to provide the very best they can for their families. And each day, drive or walk or, or let their kids enter these classrooms and hand them over to the care of their teachers and educators. Lord, we pray over these schools that are filled with your children. We pray over these places that in them, they might not only learn the tools that they need, but that they would be filled and equipped with hopes and with dreams. That this community would equip these kids to have a real and hopeful future. That they would have food in their bellies. That they would have caretakers to tend to them when they are ill, that they would have a safe place and a warm bed and a roof over their heads, even when life is uncertain, that they would know that all of these things are theirs because of the love of your people. Children learn in so many different ways. We teach them in so many different ways. And there are many struggles as they grow. Our kids, in our homes, and in our church, and in these communities, experience grief and hurt 
and brokenness, sometimes in ways that are not familiar to us, sometimes in ways that are too familiar to us. May we be bold in reaching out, in learning a name, in being a smile and a constant presence that they might have a safe place to bring their brokenness and to experience wholeness and peace. We pray, too, over those who would educate them. Oh, for their support, for our thankfulness for them, for our encouragement of them, for our appreciation and blessing for them. For they are your hands and feet, Lord. Gracious God, we pray for our young adults as they grow and as they learn and as they move into the life you intend for them. We pray that uh, as they're faced with so many challenges and and options and choices, that, uh, that you continually work in and through their lives in a way that helps them to see the truth that you have for them, opens their minds and hearts to what you would have them be and do. Help us to overcome the images in our world and our society that lead us towards brokenness and division. Help us tear down the walls that divide us, that come between us, the walls that prevent us from being your hands and feet, the walls that prevent us from living in community with each other. We ask that, the, we ask that these barriers be taken down and that we look at each other as we, you look upon us, that we see in each other Christ so that they could see Christ in us. Help these young adults as they grow into maturity. As they become adults, help them to take on the mantle of responsibility in their decisions and choices to shape a new and better world. We know that uh, through our values, we live into the promise that you intend for us if, we, if those values are based in your promise and your truth. Help our leaders Lead these young adults in ways that affirm life and bring about uh, answers to the brokenness in our world. Help us to realize that even at this age, that these young people are leading us. They're leading us into a future and into a presence, a presence as well that you intend to, uh, to help us to develop and to grow into. Help us to take on that responsibility as we journey together. Help us live authentic lives. Help us to live lives that that look at each other for who we really are, to remove all those things and those labels and those things that get in the way of looking truly into another space and seeing your created intent in each one of us. Help us to make choices that affirm that and lead us into directions that you intend. Help our schools Help our community gatherings and places where these young adults come together to be life-affirming places, to be places that that bring people together in, in peace and in harmony and not divide us and create anger and division and violence. 
Help us to move past those struggles that we face. And help all the agencies and the things that work with young adults in our community to do so in a way that brings about this unity that you intend. Help us to realize that you created us to be relational. And we are meant to be in relationship with all those around us. And realize that we are dependent on each other to make our way into this world that you intend. And we are called to create with you a better and a more life-affirming society. Go with each one of us as we partner in this, this ministry of reconciliation that we do so in a way that you intend. Let us enter a second chapter of prayer. If you are viewing the screens right now, you see a representative sampling of a rich community developing within the larger community of our city, a community of agencies, a community of organizations that are coming together, seeking ways to be in partnership all across the spectrum. We're going to stop and in the midst of this journey of prayer, we're going to pray for these agencies. Many of them are faith-based. Some are secular, strictly secular in orientation. Most of the faith-based communities that we're going to be praying for are Christian. But that will not always be the case in Garland and in the communities of the Garland Independent School District. There will be, as time goes on, additional agencies, people of faith and goodwill from non-Christian sectors. It is the case just within our own community that on any given day there are 65-plus native languages spoken at home as the first language of that household. And they come from all over the globe, our neighbors and our fellow citizens. These agencies seek to deal with medical needs in the midst of a very complex and complicated society and an up-and-down sort of economic situation, medical, spiritual, physical in terms of basic food, clothing, and other necessities that families and individuals at the present time in their lives, they cannot provide for themselves. Some that you see here in the representative sampling are some of our partners, or we are partners to them. Hope Clinic, Good Samaritan, Matthew 25. Let's also remember as well today, you see a slide of the City of Garland Senior Citizen Center. Those things attached with and part of city structure and beyond that seek also to be meaningful, to provide meaning and quality in the lives of all of our citizens, and in this case, as we've heard prayer today about younger, our younger neighbors, our older neighbors as well. So let us bow and let us pray for the presence of these agencies, all of these agencies, as all of these agencies as they can seek to join with God in making right the things in the community. Lord, we would pray 
for those agencies and organizations and their vision and their dreams, their approaches and their procedures. We would pray for these agencies as they seek in whatever way they can conceive of it and act upon it to link up with you and to be your partners in the work of making things right between all of us who are of this city and this school district community. Right with you. Right with one another. In open-hearted neighborliness. Right with themselves, their families, their spouses. Lord, these agencies seek to respond to the crying hopes and hurts of all of us and certainly those of our community, our neighborhoods, the streets we live on, the families that are represented in the classrooms where our children go to school, our grandchildren go to school. Lord, some of these agencies seek to quell the rising concerns of unhealthy and dysfunctional violence in the home and other places. Some of these agencies seek to provide the basic necessities of life, and not only simply to provide, but to uplift and to train and to equip as best they can persons, families, in the skills, the aptitudes, the expertise needed to be a functioning, productive, self-sustaining member of the community of our society. Lord, some of these agencies seek to provide clothing for all times and seasons, and certainly as the harbinger of winter with the coming of fall speaks to us the needs for those families. Some seek to address with compassion and mercy the circumstances of the homeless community in our midst. Some are linked at the very deepest organic level with you, your gospel, and your kingdom. Some are not. But in the midst of all of this, Lord, it is your spirit that brings about an enlivening, a birthing of compassion, mercy, hope that are represented in the charters and in the work of these agencies this very morning. We have been asked by a particular agency and community, of all of the ones we may pray for, of all of the ones, Lord, you may bring into being and birth into reality, in addition to those who are here already on the front lines doing the good work in their understanding of your reconciling task. Lord, we would pray because we've been asked to pray for today for Good Samaritan of Garland and in the midst of their present and their future. We pray upon that, for that agency and upon all of these agencies of mercy and compassion, equipping and helping and healing. We pray your blessing. Continue to fill them with your vision. Continue to inspire them, particularly and exclusively, not exclusively, Lord, wrong word, but wholeheartedly. Fill them 
with your vision, your peace, your grace, that it may be an ever-growing part of what they are about and toward whom. Lord, in all of these things, we are mindful of your great love, your great love for all your people, and certainly in this day for your people who find themselves in places of pain and struggle. Lord, bless these agencies and lead them well into the future as they seek to be your arm, your voice, your heart of caring. Holy God, the third stop of our prayer walk was the downtown area. And this represents the businesses of our community, the economic means by which we are able to uh, feed our community. We pray for the businesses. We pray for the businesses of Garland and the surrounding areas. Sometimes in our busyness, doing this or that, we forget. We forget who is God and, and that your world is sometimes greater than the world that we get wrapped up in. Making sure the figures balance, making sure the order's in making sure the customer is satisfied or perhaps being mad at the customer who's not satisfied. As we go downtown, we realize there's, there's people who work in the energy industry. We pray, for, we pray for them. We pray for all the people who work in the industry. We pray for people who will come up with new ideas. Back in the 1800s, people were afraid to let slaves free because that was going to mess up their economic means. But you had a better way. And so we pray for the energy now that we can that we can be clean and sustaining, that uh, that we can help your earth to to be prosperous in, in growth. Lord, we pray for there's many restaurants in this town. We pray for the people who are in the service industry. I realize now that it's probably one of the hardest industries, for, especially for the wait staff. They deal with so many people, and, and they're, they're probably the least paid people around, but they serve you. They serve people. So I pray for, uh, for the food industry, Lord, that you will continue to bless the United States with, with the food that you have given us and that we will be generous and that, uh, that, like the people who serve us in restaurants, that we will serve those in need. There's the businesses of, uh, there's, there's people who, who cut hair. There's people who, who sell antiques, who, who reflect on things that, that have been. And it's gotten us to where we are now. We pray for the people in the health industry. 
we pray that that our minds will be open and that uh, that people will be uh, uh, open open their minds to to healing and perhaps even uh, find new inventions and and discoveries for for the healing of several different kinds of diseases each one of us can name a disease that has affected our family or one we have loved, from cancer to Parkinson's to uh, to birth defects to substance abuse. So we pray for the health industry and for the health of our people. And, and we have entertainment. We have the entertainment industry. We pray, pray for the business who have entertainment. Many times entertainment is a reflection of what is going on in society. We pray that the, the movies that we watch, the, the uh, place that we go to see the music. Uh, we pray for the creativity of all these people. We pray that uh, that uh, they can see society as it is and and help us to see society and then to be able to uh, uh, make corrections where it might be ne- need to be made. Lord, there's a bank downtown. Good people in that bank good and honest people. But we do know the banking industry nearly made the United States collapse. We know that in all businesses there's the temptation for greed and wanting more. We all have that innate whatever it is that causes us to want more. So we pray for that industry. We pray for all businesses to, to be honest. We pray for all businesses to realize that all good things come from you. We pray that the more that we'll want is more of your grace, more of your love and compassion. We pray for the businesses of our community. Coming up on the screens here in just a moment will be a slide of a building under construction. You may recognize that building, building that's been in the city in the downtown area for a long, long time, City Hall, City Hall. In this next stop on our virtual prayer walk, we're going to consider in prayer, the mission and the service and the partnership, yes, the partnership that government may discover and live out in relation to God and God's vision, God's dreams for community, God's will for how government is to be in communities like ours. So I invite us to pray 
here this morning for government. Gracious and good God, this morning we we would lift up in the midst of our city that organization and those people both professionally a part of and compensating because of their expertise, those folk employed by government and those folk elected to serve the public good. We would pray for the governing elements of our city, our school district, this morning. Lord, we pray that your compassionate spirit would always rest upon the organizations and mechanisms of government here in our community and the people, the men and the women who seek to serve faithfully through those vehicles and those mechanisms for the good of all of our neighbors and all of this community's citizens. Lord, we must we must simply pause to confess that those folk have a tough job, a challenging job, a most a most pressing calling in the ever increasing complexity of the world and societal truth that we live in today. And as our community and our school district increasingly become more and more diverse, more and more multicultural, as the propensity for, at least in some places and in some ways, violence becomes more and more evident and present in the daily happenings of, of this community, these folk who respond to a professional occupation and a sense of calling into the good work of government to serve and to protect. They have a tough job. Would you make our hearts would you make our hearts increasingly sensitive to the truth of these things? That as persons and communities and organizations that surround folk in such challenging endeavors, that they may know that they may know our concern, our support, our caring in the midst of the things that they hope to do, pray to do, or call to do. Lord, would you put within our public servants, continue to put within our public servants, a real sense of, of the vision and the dreams, the hopes and the expectations that you, O oh God, have for such localities as the one we call home today. And those persons, elected and compensated, who are about the work of making good and better government happen, that your spirit would be felt and responded to by them in all ways and in all means. Would you watch over them? And would you inspire them 
as they do their part in making things right with you and with our best selves, the better angels of our own nature, and with one another. This is our prayer this morning. And we find ourselves back at home, back at this place. And we see other churches in our community on the slides as well. Because we know we cannot do this work alone. That we join with other congregations. We may even join with other faith communities to bring about God's peace, God's reign in this world. So let's take just a few moments. As we breathe in and out together, be aware that the Spirit is as close as our own breath. Let us pray just a couple more moments together. Our God, the pace of change is rapid. It is too fast for us to keep up with. Ways of being, ways of living that we hold dear are changing. Oh God, it is easy for the fear to run away with us. What comes next? But you are God, and that will never change. And you call us ever more deeply into your dream of what you want the world to be. Use us here and now, O oh God. Use us beyond our own imagining. Use us beyond our limitations to bring about your reconciling love and peace here and now. Receive all of our prayers, O oh God, this morning as we offer those to you. And we know that you hear us and we are grateful. Amen.